And welcome to the Tweet Cap. As always, I'm your host, Ryan, and with me, the founder of the Productive Conversations podcast, Matt Brown, and a very special double guest edition. We've got both the hosts of the Pit Podcast, Chris and Anthony. How are you guys doing? Doing good. Doing very good, Chris. <laughs> I wasn't sure who was going to say first. I'm good. How are you? <laughs> Gotta say, sorry, I, I, say I, I, yeah, sorry. No, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, how are hey. you? I'm excellent, though I have to bring something up really quick. Start this on a weird note. Yeah, I, I think you might. Oh, man. I, I guess somebody was uh, gave the surprise away. But my birthday was a month ago. And, you know, I had a nice mental list of who I hope to hear from, you know, whether it's my grandma or my mom or my good friends in this chat ex-girlfriends girls who wanna who like me all this stuff at that all these people and on my birthday you know i hear from ryan says happy birthday and anthony he tells me happy birthday and you know i see a message from chris morowski in this chat i was like all right my list is probably complete and i get yo man you have to check this thing out on uh better call saw (laughs) and you know I'm like, okay, maybe if I talk about it, then he'll probably uh, say it. Still no happy birthday. I'm oh. so sorry, Matt. Defend yourself, Chris. I, it's indefensible. I, I, <laughs> that was last year. Can we let things go? <laughs> 20 days removed. <laughs> did Tree okay. you know text what? you? Yes, he did. I'm passing the puck. <laughs> puck. All right. Well, I'm sorry. Happy belated, brother. You know what? I get too. I get too excited. Chris, to be honest, I've probably done it to a few people myself, so I can't say I'm perfect in this situation. And I know if you remembered or saw, you would have said, so I get, forgive you. Lathering on the guilt. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> it's I okay from- that you showed me how irrelevant I really am to you. <laughs> And I mean, I heard from people I didn't. But I heard from I heard from one person I legit that didn't like me. But then it's not Chris. Oh Oof. man! But you know what? That was the past. That was the last burn of 2020. <laughs> and now we could just move on. And it's 2021. And can we I move got on? One... Are you sure you can move on? You don't sound like you can move on. <laughs> I already have one. I know I will hear from you again in uh, exactly 12 months' time. So yes, you will. I'm looking forward to it. Mark it on the calendar. Big birthday. Big birthday message. Big birthday message. Oh, man. So it's been a while since the four of us caught up. Never all together, I don't think. But I'm glad that we've all been able to get together for the tweet cap. So, Chris, Anthony, before we get started, I'm just going to run down real quick how this is going to go. We're going to talk about Twitter. Sound good? Sound good. (laughs) Perfect. Simple concept. And I have been waiting, and Matt knows this, an entire week to say this into a microphone. Because fuck Robin Hood. Fuck Robin Hood. I can't even. Why is that, Ryan? Well, I'm getting to that, Matt. I'm going to break it down right now. So (laughs) for anyone who is unaware, 
probably, you know, you've been unplugged. Maybe you had a nice Hawaiian vacation sitting on a beach. You came back home and you saw that Reddit was the number one brokerage or uh, financial advisors on Wall Street. That's because over the weekend, a group of Redditors on the subreddit Wall Street Bets, which is, by the way, a toxic subreddit. They're not good people. But anyway, they came up to the conclusion, what if we take all the stocks that are shorted by the actual large brokerages and we buy those, causing the price to go up and costing them some money? Started as a little meme, started as a joke, and then it took off. They chose GameStop at first because nothing is more irrelevant than a brick and mortar video game store. And now GameStop is worth over $400 a share. They decided to move on to AMC, which personally makes me angry because I've had AMC four months in the hopes that when COVID was over, movies would be cool again, as well as Nokia, BlackBerry, Express. Uh, those are those are really the main ones uh, for the most part. And they just started basically stealing money from these hedge funds hand over fist. One of them, Melvin Capital, actually lost almost a billion dollars, I heard. Billion dollars because Reddit decided to play a prank. And what did Robinhood do? Instead of applauding all of the people who use their app and are making money and are democratizing finance for the first time in its entire history, they stopped supporting all five of those stocks on their app. All you could do was sit there and watch like I did today, your stock go down and down and down because nobody could buy, all they could do was sell. So needless to say, this has been insane. This is illegal, by the way. I will go out and say that. You can't just stop doing this. Everyone agrees. AOC and Ted Cruz are actually in agreement on this, which surprised me and Marianne Williamson, former presidential candidate. But it's just insane right now. This is the one thing that's going to unite the country. We're all mad at fucking Robin Hood. <laughs> so, rant over. Any of you actually use stocks? I, I got into stocks about... I want to say 27 hours ago. So <laughs> you picked a really bad time. You picked but I, I, time. I heard about everything through social media. And luckily I have some friends who are pretty kind of pretty in depth on stuff. So I kind of really know some stuff. <laughs> and they kind of filled me in on the context and shit. Um, so I tried to buy stock last night for Nokia, which is one of the ones that you mentioned. Wait, that was you tried to buy stocks after hours? Well, yeah, you can you can buy them after hours. Yeah, technically. but they it just uh, won't process. Where, so yeah, where'd more. you buy it? Where'd you buy it? Robin I was Hood. on Robinhood. Yeah. So they they didn't let you then. Yeah. So this morning it got canceled. <laughs> but you know what? It's probably better off that way because they fucking they're screwing everybody. So aren't they supposed to go back to normal tomorrow? They are going back that. to a limited capacity. So I'm getting these ridiculous HR emails, which has Robin to be illegal, Hood. right? And they're like. Oh, I mean, hold on. Someone say something. I'm finding this freaking email. I watched a video of um, the the CEO speaking out on on the news outlet today. Yeah, I saw that too. He he has a silly haircut, but you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I just Chris, wondered you, that. Sorry, sorry. You were saying? Oh yeah, no. So Chris, did you, when you signed up, was it your first time yesterday for Robinhood? I, I signed up like in my senior year of college with like a completely different email. But when I was signing up, it kept telling me that my email was already in use. And I was like, no, uh, it's not. So I think the whole system was all buggy. But yeah. it was my first, like, real account last night, yeah. 
Yeah. Well, so yeah, last night was my first free one. And so they gave me a free share of Lime News Network. And it's down 13% today. So that's fucking awesome. So I got a gift and I'm in the red. So that's great. But yeah, I sold my gift immediately. You know, I. Oh, it's frozen? They're not letting you sell? It says I have to wait three days to do it or something like that. Yeah. I went up three bucks today, actually. You know, I I saw for a solid year of advertising for Robin Hood. And, you know, you're always around people who these are the people who are into Bitcoin and selling whatever stuff like that. It's just like I was you're always trying to get sold on get stocks of this, get stocks of that. And then you hear stories of, you know, I bought shares in Google in 1999. Now I'm a stuff like that. So you try to hop on these waves and stuff, but. I don't know. That's just the one thing that's genuinely hard for me to grasp is the stock market and stuff. But uh, you know what was funny? Um, famous, famous uh, WFAN host Mike Francesa said in 2019, 2019 before the pandemic, I heard him on a podcast. It was uh, a Rod and Big Cat from Barstool, and he said, "You guys should, you guys should invest in this app. You should invest in this app called Zoom." And uh, he was right. He was actually right about that. And he predicted the Zoom pop. Mike Francesa caused the pandemic. God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> I never said that. <laughs> so real quick, bad impression. talk about the trends. <laughs> I actually know someone, personally know someone who in like 2000 and whatever bought GameStop. Like this person had money. Bought GameStop because their kids went to GameStop all the time. They're like, well, I think the exact quote was, if you're going to spend all my money at GameStop, I might as well make something back. So he sold it yesterday. He didn't have to sell it today. He sold it yesterday for 32 grand. <laughs> he was a loyal. That's the importance of being loyal. Loyalty. Yes. Damn. Not remember- all the Johnny come lately is like me who ended up getting screwed on everything except for AMC. <laughs> Do you remember when GameStop, you know, I mean, it's, you know, people don't really buy physical games anymore like they used no. to because it's so easy just to download. But one of the cool things about GameStop growing up was you could sell us, you will buy your video games for us. You could sell us your video games. Oh, the used games. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I remember once I sold my NBA Live 2006 D weight on the cover, PlayStation 2. I got six cents for it. Yeah. <laughs> They're really generous with that kind of shit, huh? Oh, six man. Cents? And, and you know, you you see these GameStop memes throughout the beginning of the week, and I thought that uh, I thought the, the message was it's, it's time that they're going, that they're closing, with the rise of GameFly and and all this stuff. But um, they just involved in changing and showing the ultimate scheme, known as these stocks. I think Robinhood's done too after this. So ready? No Here's their HR freaking corpro talk email. An update on market conditions. Hi, Ryan. <laughs> It's been a tough day. We're grateful for you being a Robin Hood customer. Not anymore, but I digress. In light of the extraordinary market conditions this week, we temporarily limited buying of certain securities this morning. Mm-hmm. Starting tomorrow, we plan to allow limited buys on these securities. We'll continue to monitor the situation and may make adjustments as needed. This was temporary decision made to best continue serving you and was not an easy one to make. We know it's led to frustration and confusing, and we wanted to provide some clarity. 
As a brokerage firm, we have many financial requirements, including SEC net capital obligations, and I'm not going to bore you with all of this. Some of these requirements fluctuate based on volatility in the markets and can be substantial in the current environment. These requirements exist to protect you, investors, and the markets, and we take our responsibility to comply with them seriously, including through the measures we made today. They literally tried to tell me, you lost money today for your own benefit. <laughs> like she said Jeez. that to you. Mm. It's like a toxic ex. I'm doing this for you. Exactly. <laughs> this past year in particular has shown that the financial markets are for everyone, not just institutional <laughs> investors. Except for you, Ryan. Except for me, apparently. <laughs> We've seen a new generation enter the market and they're sparking conversations about what it means to be an investor. We stand in support of you, our customers. Democratizing finance for all means giving more people access, not less and they literally shut off their app today that's the email they sent after shutting off their app they want more people not less it's so blatant like they're not even trying it's, I, it's exactly bad. that's and then you have people me. calling out these but like you know with this whole story one of my questions i have yeah maybe you're more versed in, in oh i've been recent i've been like uh the, like, the the guy with the from always sunny with the board <laughs> that's been me today Charlie, yeah, yeah. Charlie, yeah. Like, is there exactly a hero and villain in this? Is everyone losing out? Like, Reddit is the is, hero. <laughs> well, um, what's like the law? No, fuck what, major what, what, you don't think the people the people who, did, the people who like, did this are like anarchists, to be clear. They're not you heroes. were trying to buy stock too. You're yes, an I anarchist. know, but I'm just saying it's not like I didn't have You're good an intentions. I wanted to make money off of this. And none of them had bad intentions. They were just trying to fuck the people that fucked society. No, but that's what I'm saying. We we're all trying to make money. I don't think anybody was trying to. I mean, I, I don't care if a hedge fund loses a billion dollars, but I'm more concerned of whether or not I make two hundred dollars versus yeah. losing two hundred dollars. Exactly. And to be clear, I didn't put like my life savings in. I have a, a set limit that I've been <laughs> playing with for like two years now I, I so this is this is mostly just on principle this anger this is not like i don't know where my next paycheck's coming this is more of a on a principle sort of thing why did you take right. away my ability but yeah no i mean I, I don't know if there's a hero i think everyone's kind of just a loser though who's everyone a hero loses. everyone is losing <laughs> i'm losing and i'm really upset about that robin hood is losing because i'm leaving i found a new app it's called public we're still working some things out so I'm not gonna get to, I'm not gonna give it an endorsement yet, but I did. There's find so one. many different apps you can use. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I heard Coinbase is like really good. I, I heard like that's a lot that people are using is like Coinbase or something like that. We one called saying they use Trade that. Zero, I think, yep. and Merrill. Yeah. The one my friend uses. There's a lot of different ones. Oh yeah, I was going for a free right? one though. I, I want to make sure I didn't pay a thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Sure, that's yeah. important to me because Robinhood doesn't cost anything. And do you? So I think do you Coinbase might be free too. Yeah. I think. There's a couple free ones, but yeah. it's like I said, Weeble. I tried to look at that. It sounds like Weeble, but it's Weeble. Uh, and it's too complicated. I don't know enough about stocks to work that. I would I would just sit there and stare and I wouldn't <clears> buy <throat> anything. So this one is far, far more simple to use, the one that I have. Yeah. But we gotta see how it works. We gotta see if I can connect it to my bank. And I'm working with them. They actually just they just emailed me. A real person just emailed me like 10 minutes ago about my inquiry. <laughs> Whereas I got whatever that corporate bullshit from Robinhood, you know, two hours ago after I already pulled everything out of Robinhood. Uh, that, that's, it's insane. The gulf, like that Robinhood was the small, like democratizing force. And now it's literally like the jockstrap 
for giant hedge funds. It's it's just there to support them. I don't know, man. Break the system. Know. You know, there's such an obvious movie getting made out of this. Some Adam McKay ensemble cast is coming before this <laughs> like decade. Like the big end. short, some <laughs> yeah. type movie, like the game easily. stop. Yeah. <laughs> the day the game stopped. Or like yeah, the, the hood, the hood, the hood that was robbed. Yeah, this this CEO is gonna be played by Timothy Chalamet because he actually looks like him and like yeah, it's like a some of these remake. other. He's got silly hair too. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that'll man. be that'll be a cool movie. I saw a lot of memes going around about uh, like Jordan Belfort, like, and he's like, "There's this new company called Arrow Time." <laughs> and, like, just like investing in the penny stocks. It's like two words: hot topic. <laughs> <laughs> Skinny jeans. Hot topic. <laughs> I don't know. They, they're they're putting an SEC investigation into Reddit. I just saw that oh. come through. Like. How, the only people who are going to get in trouble are anonymous Reddit posters, and that's what's insane. <laughs> All right, we're here. Is fine. We're here to look for someone named Big Booty Janice ninety nine six four three Z. Present. We're arresting her, and we're going to find her. I'm actually six four three Y. Okay. Yeah. It's like one of us behind the screen. Yeah. Exactly. You know, speaking of hedge funds, like, yeah. well, what, what, was what they did illegal? I don't think it was. Who? The Redditors. They're calling it market manipulation. Apparently, oh. actually closing the market isn't manipulation. But <laughs> right. yeah, telling yeah. all of your friends to buy a stock is apparently market <laughs> Apparently. Also, when shorting. When the rich are losing money, it is. In shorting a stock, by the way, I don't. do you guys know what that is actually about? I learned yesterday, uh, but I, but please, give me more That's been explained context. to me like twice and I already forgot. <laughs> Explain I'll put it, it to me like I'm five. That. Let's say, Matt, I gave you, I don't know, I gave you a new microphone for your podcast. Said, hey, borrow this for your next podcast. It's a great microphone. Give it back. And you said, I know. What if I sold Ryan's microphone and bought it back cheaper when he wants it back? That's what shorting is. They're borrowing stock, selling it at price, and then buying it back at a cheaper price because they're speculating that the price will go down. So they're like, GameStop, $10? Cool, I'll take 100% of that, sell it at $10 because it's gonna be $4 in two years when GameStop asks for it back. What happened this time is instead of going down to $4 like they thought, Reddit pushed it to $120 and they're like, oh, <laughs> I have to give this back now and it's worth $120. So now they have to take literally a loss of $110 on Nokia to the, the moon. Yes, Nokia to the moon. <laughs> hold the line. Hold, hold the line. line. Be patient. I'm telling you guys, stay along. Don't, don't let go the, yet. Don't hold the line. I, see, that's where it gets line. bad. That's when the Reddit, again, that's, they're toxic in that way. People are losing oh, money. And how those people probably don't even have the stock. They're just, now they're just saying hold the line or to the moon for whatever stock they want because it's, it's a trending meme now. But people are listening. <laughs> and people are going to end up with no money. So don't hold the line. Do what you need to do with your money. It's your money. <laughs> if you have it and you want to hold the line, I say go for it. But yeah, so that's what they did to start this. They sold someone else's stuff so they could buy it back cheap and, and pocket the, the, the uh, difference. And it didn't work this time. But now 
the people who made it so that it didn't work this time. Again, it's just playing the market. If I did the same thing, they'd be too bad, so sad. But for whatever reason, we closed all the markets. We're having an SEC investigation into Reddit, of all places. And no one is even addressing what happened to start this, which is they wasn't there, um, someone else's stuff. Wasn't there a class action lawsuit filed today against Robin Hood? I heard that there was in the Southern District of New York, and I'm just waiting. As Matt knows... I've got law friends in New York and I told them, if it's real, tell me, I'm getting in on it because I can prove I had AMC <laughs> for months, months before anyone else did. Yeah, that was smart. Nowhere yeah. through the middle. I was like, oh, I like AMC. I like going to the movies. They'll come back. That was my thought process. And then you it went up. You would be a witness and like testify? I, 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 they don't let you testify in a class action, <laughs> I but write I will. You can't swear. handle the truth. That's what I I'm did. saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You can't handle the truth. That'd be but the sound. You good men their ass. <laughs> so, so I will. I don't know. I'm just going to be sad after this. I think, but for now, I'm angry, and I'm going to ride that anger as long as I can to avoid being sad that I lost money. And that's that. And that's yeah, the saga. Yeah, it sucks too because like I, AMC is just like that's a. You know what I mean? It's like GameStop, there's obviously a decline there, but it's like AMC is like once, you know, people can go out to movie theaters again, it's like that shit's just going to shoot right back up. So it's like, it's valid in that. You know yeah, what I so mean? Actually, so actually, interestingly enough, I was reading a lot of the, the journalism around, around stocks and they were actually in a lot of trouble. <laughs> Financially okay. speaking, I think they were declaring bankruptcy. They were looking for capital investors to stave off bankruptcy. So they were actually looking for investors. Yeah. And basically, Monday, Tuesday of this week, and a little bit yesterday as well, Wednesday, they basically saved the company, is what I was reading. Now, again, I found out afterward that these, these journalists are not necessarily full of integrity because they've been saying a lot of mean things about you know Robin Hood and Redditors and all that. But before then, yeah, they were actually going bankrupt, I believe. And I'd have to check that on MarketWatch, which is where I was reading all this. But what happened was this influx of cash, in addition to some investors that they were able to get, have actually put them in a pretty decent position that they're like, we can probably now make it through you know, the pandemic and really be ready to open for real once this all ends. But before, they weren't even sure they could make it through the pandemic. They thought they might go under before they could even get movies back. And now, again, Robinhood and these hedge funds have actually harmed them. Money they were making, an actual company, another one of them, another corporation is getting screwed over because hedge funds have decided that that company is supposed to be screwed over and it wasn't. It's just, it's insane. I don't know how this is going to end. And I know it'll go away in a couple of weeks because that's the attention span of the internet. But I hope it doesn't. I hope somebody somewhere keeps this thing alive on YouTube or on you know Twitter or wherever Reddit just keeps absolutely pounding this story until everyone has it drilled in their memory that we literally watch Wall Street cheat at their own game. They need to they need to pound it and pound it and pound it and you know when they go in then they gotta go out and they gotta go in and out and in and out and in and out and just fucking pound it. This is literally. a family show. <laughs> Okay, sister, brother. It doesn't matter, Ryan. <laughs> Something has to be changed out of this. Damn it. I hope, man. I hope. But the passion in your voice, man, is just <laughs> something, something has, has to, to be, changed. be changed. Darn it. <laughs> well, I, said, I said this earlier. I was like, I'm so tired of just living through all these historical events. 
I know. It's yeah. fucking <laughs> annoying. Exhausting. Man, we, we really are one of the coolest generations. With oh, yeah, no. <laughs> I guess so we're susceptible. Cool. I just want to live normal life now, though, you know? <laughs> yeah. I just want to live in the 90s vibe where the major events were the president getting the neck in the Oval yeah. Office. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I'm saying. That was the biggest. I mean, yeah, there was the Gulf War. In the Oral Office, yeah. Yeah, it was a Gulf War, but nah, it was definitely Monica. That was yeah. the big thing. But that was quick. That was quick. Which one? <laughs> the uh, Gulf War was compared to it. I mean, I don't know. I'm just so faster than that. <laughs> man. All right, man. I know something has been really eating you up, too. This is the uh, airing of grievances podcast. So, right. Um, my story today you know, there's this game, the sport, and the way ESPN presents it, it doesn't seem to exist or the other mainstream sports uh, things, but it is still out there. It's technically, I mean, it's one of my favorite sports still, but um, it's its own worst enemy when it comes to popularity, and that's the game of baseball. And I get it. <laughs> baseball deserves all its flack it gets. It genuinely does. Yeah. It takes forever. To, it's a long game. Yep. There's no, there's no major, there's major stars only to people who really follow it, but not on a mainstream level. Um, there's so many games. It's just so much to keep up with. And then, uh, Every single time they want to shoot themselves in the foot to try to get any mainstream popularity, it uh, they do exactly that. You know, the they, the one thing the one thing that made baseball popular in the '90s was all the steroid guys. <laughs> That's it was a peak, and you know what they say: performance enhancing drugs, but it doesn't make everybody better. So, having said all of that, and having baseball's most popular era, we it's about time for a lot of those players to be eligible for the Baseball Hall of Fame. And this year, it was announced in 2021 that zero, there's going to be nobody getting inducted to the Baseball Hall of Fame. They are decided by baseball writers. And, you know, we can all talk about the problematic stuff with that. But you have to have 75%. Kurt Schilling was one of them too, right? He didn't get in. Yeah, he was, yeah. He was just short. Um, you have to have 75% of the vote. And, um, well... The highest is Chris Schilling with 71 and no ifs, ands, or buts. And the thing here is, you know, again, a lot of the players who baseball is not popular anymore, you know, it gets its one. People might talk about it in the playoffs and only if like certain teams are in it, but you know what? They don't. And now it's most popular figures aren't getting in, but probably the most popular examples is Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens two charismatic and big figures in baseball who did not make it in. Manny Ramirez, also big. Sammy Sosa, all shut out. Gary Sheffield. And again, I understand if people don't know what the hell I'm talking about with these players because <laughs> baseball, again, doesn't promote their players and no one has that personality they, they, to show it off like that unless you're like a hardcore baseball fan like me. So, um, yeah. Uh, once again, baseball just showing why they're such an old people sport, why they lose relevancy every year. And um, it's just too bad. Like, let me ask you guys, do you care about baseball? You like it? You can be on. I like the Yeah, Mets. honestly, yeah, I, I, I love baseball. Like, I'm a very – like, I haven't, like – I always, like, try to keep up. I listen to, like, a bunch of, like, baseball podcasts and stuff like that mm -hmm. um, and everything. And it just – 
like it sucks because like at the end of the day it's like rob manfred is always gonna like he's a commissioner and it's like i just he he's the worst commissioner like ever like i just i hate him so much and like he just doesn't like every time we have an opportunity like you said to make the game younger like for example not telling the teams that there was like the dh was all in question this year for the national league and that's how you know you dictate free agency and who you want to sign because you know what i mean it's you have the dh spot you can you know sign an extra hitter players can like be worth more stuff like that and it's like we we come along and we have free agency and all this stuff and free agency is still going on and people still don't know whether or not the National League is going to have a free agency, or I'm sorry, a DH. And then it's like they announce, you know what? Yeah, no, we're not going to do it because both yep. sides, they're like, oh, do you want a DH? Oh, we want longer playoffs. Oh, you can't have longer playoffs. Well, then we're not going to have a DH. It's like it's almost like every time there's something that's going to be brought up for you know negotiating, there's always it's never an easy you know okay yeah let's do this. Both sides can be happy. It's literally always fight to the death. See how many, see how much money you can squeeze out of every, like every which way possible, and then you know this thing goes on forever. You hear in the media, like in the beginning with the pandemic, when you know all I wanted was to watch some baseball, and they originally agreed on 80 games, but then they dragged their feet with like the little shit, and then Mm -hmm. they finally say, oh yeah, you know what, we'll find like we'll do 80 games. It's like ah no, actually we'll do it to 60 because we can't do 80 more, 80 anymore because we were arguing the whole time about it. You know what I mean? So it's like yep. this stuff in the media doesn't attract, you know, baseball attention. And I mean, it attracts attention, but it's all negative. So it's like at the end of the day, like a kid doesn't really want to get into baseball and like, they're not marketing judge. They don't market trout. Who's like on, you know, LeBron James's level. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, sure. Yeah. What'd you say? Regionally they do market. It's just, it, there's no national, there's no yeah, national there's, cooperation. There's no fun. Like, they, it's just, like, they and they always, like, shut stuff down. You can't, like – Yeah, and it's, like, even with, like, you know, like, taking – Like, you can't – Like, if I have, like, an MLB game in my video, like, they're – I heard, like, they're terrible. Like, they suck with, like, licensing mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like, you can't – You know what I mean? It's, like, you know, build the game. Get it more out there. They love it in Japan. They love it in China. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they – It's out yeah, there. Like, the let's get baseball. Countries. Yeah. Like, let's get baseball hot yeah, should... again. Yeah, they need to emphasize more of those charismatic players, especially Latin players, whether you're the, you know, Fernando Tatis Jr. has got some swagger to him or uh, Manny Machado, who's a hothead, but it's hilarious. But he could also play yeah. great, great ball. Um, Anderson you know, for, on uh, the White Sox, right? Yeah, Tim Anderson. Yeah. Come on. You know, yeah, like, you know. Cool. Like, definitely showcase, also showcase, you know, people, players who are from minority groups and people call, like you said, yeah. all um, baseball you know, for lack of a better word, is it's just so white and uh, try to emphasize with that. And, uh, you know, people want to, if you want to get a younger crowd and have people see all that, they look like them, you need to include everyone. And the, the, I think the last time that it was like that was the nineties and the steroid era and the end of the, uh, the um, like early two thousands, when you had like someone like Derek Jeter, obviously major star dating Mariah Carey and every major actress. He hosts Saturday night live uh, on a million commercials or Manny Ramirez who just Manny being Manny. And you just see him on genuine bloopers and stuff like that. When they let baseball players fight each other, like Yankees and Red Sox and stuff. And now you can't do the thing. Yeah. yeah, You do want to allow that. I mean, do I want to see someone get hit with the bat or hurt? No, but you need to have some like passion for it and you need to grit. Yeah, like fight. Give some motivations for it. Yeah. I mean, no, I don't want to see, you know, like I said, assault in the sixties. Yeah, no, not asking. We're not we're not looking for a Miles Garrett situation in baseball, but um 
yeah, MLB the show in real life, just punch <laughs> people off the bag and try to get them out, you know, like make it more exciting a little bit. Yeah. MLB yeah, it, combat. That's the new video it, game like, combo. It, yeah, yeah, the best play Mike Trout, like you said, Mike Trout is the best player anyone sees. Like he's as good as he's as good as Mickey Mantle. I mean, he's fast, he hits hard, he's but he's just so fucking boring. And you he I you, if you he could go in the middle of Times Square and nobody will know who he is, where you have like a Mahomes, the best NFL player, you know who he is, or a um, you know, LeBron in basketball. But baseball is essentially the same level as hockey. It's regional. Yep. I mean, if your players, if your team's good, they will care maybe that area. But as a whole, it's uh, digging its own grave. And it needs to get younger. It needs to emphasize it. It has to do with, like, the young NFL coaches uh, revolution they did, hiring more coaches who were in their four, late 30s, early 40s. Baseball has to do that with their – either with their managers, with, I mean, or – GM. Like, or, uh, yeah. league. yeah like Goodell honestly if Goodell goes it's just a, it's like fresh look you know because like it's just Goodell's like, football right oh I keep saying Goodell god damn yeah, it Man- Manfred. Manfred Manfred yeah Manfred like like just like even like the whole Astros thing and how they handled that you know what I mean yeah. Handled, handled, like, yeah. yeah exactly <laughs> Alex Cora is the coach still like, yeah, he's a coach he, now. Didn't he get hired? His, back? Yeah, his suspension lasted during a pandemic where they barely played. Where they didn't play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and AJ Hinch, I'm pretty. I think he has a fucking job now. So it's it's yeah, just he's like managing the Tigers. Yeah, so it's, it's like <laughs> they let us go. On. It was a true slap yeah. on the wrist. Yeah, and then yeah, so, it just sucks. Yeah, and I don't know the eligibility requirements for the Hall of Fame. What about Jennifer Lopez's husband, A Rod? They're young-ish. I mean, I know he's retired, but, uh, you know, she's popular. He's popular. He went to Washington <laughs> for the inauguration, got loud. It was great. It sounded like you were talking about, Are like, they allowed? the head uh, cheerleader. Is he, is he allowed in the Hall of Fame yet, or has he still got some time? So, yes, the way baseball works, you're eligible five years after you retire. And actually, actually next year, he's, re- he's eligible for oh, the okay. Hall of so Fame. Okay, so we'll have someone next year. For his ballot. And um, well, yeah, potentially. and David Ortiz, but p- potentially, and I think it would be really good if J Lo's boyfriend gets in the Hall of Fame. But you know, he's had he he that's such a, that's such a power I, I did that on purpose. I did that on purpose. Everyone, I knew. I, yes, I knew who Alex Rodriguez is, separate from Jennifer Lopez. But you know, we a lot of no, time no. I mean, like you know, the partner first. Yeah, so I did that. and you know. But he got caught with steroids twice, and he sued baseball and got suspended for a year. But the thing about that is, I I support steroids. I I encourage people if it will make you a better player, you know, administered by a doctor. And obviously, as long as there's medical professions involved, take the roids, shoot yourselves in the fanny, and hit long, far long home runs because that's what made it popular in the '90s. So people gave a shit. Just do it. I mean, there's so many players who took the juice and still sucked. Uh, yeah, and for sure. I understand yeah. it helps endurance and stuff like that. But you know, I think there's something worth worth juggling with. And why? And if you have to put an asterisk, no one's gonna care or notice. Put the asterisk if you want. If and uh, maybe people give a shit. Again. I think the thing about uh, the MLB that's kind of come to light in the past couple of years is that everybody fucking cheats. Like everybody. Yeah. Right. I feel like yeah. everybody, like every single team has some form of 
you know, whether you consider it like to be some severe form of cheating or not, like, or, or it's like something massive, like the fucking the Astros bullshit, like. Pine car. Yeah, like I think Garrett Cole just got some kind of thing where he he had they found like pine tar on, where he was like working with like an Anaheim Angels coach to get like special balls. Yeah, but it was like, like cheating is cheating, but like the whole fucking league is doing it. I feel like so it's it's. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like really, what to make of it? Because well, Christopher, if your friends jumped off a bridge, would you do it? Is there is there a uh, twenty five million dollar year paycheck at the bottom? Uh, yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Mickey yeah. Mantle said that um, if roids were a thing back when he played, he probably would have taken them, taken them. So I mean, it just shows people just trying to find an edge, and as long as it doesn't kill anybody, what's yeah, what's wrong? Yeah. Yeah, it's like pitchers use the pine tar. You know what I mean? No one says anything. You know, hitters, you know, have like their signals. Like they'll use whatever. It's like it's like I I feel like the rules that are like kind of broken are really pitcher centric, and it's just kind of like you know nothing you can do about it, or else I'll beam you with the ball. You know, and like for instance, Trevor Bauer this this year had like a he had a new kind of like goo. It was like a pine tar he made. I think him and like someone else made to make it like stickier. I know. I, Chris, I see you making faces. I'm trying hard not like, to make a joke. Make it's it. weird. It's like a Actually, collection of stuff. I, yeah, I heard like, you know, you put, it, you, like <laughs> you, you put it on a pot and you like let it burn or like simmer for a certain amount and then, you know, you baggage it up and it's, you're just making pine tar and like it's not illegal and that's the reason, like, um, for example, like Trevor Bauer's spin rate like rocketed up this season and he was very blatant about using it but to it's like nowhere... Yeah, and it, there's nowhere in the rules that, like, say he can't really, you know, like, use, like, something of that. Like, it's not pine tar. Like, you know what I mean? Or, I don't think – because, yeah, I don't think as a pitcher you can use pine tar, but if it's a different substance, right? Yeah, it's like something It's like a technicality. Wording. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And now he's going to get a contract because of it. But we'll see what happens. But he should get a fat contract because of it. He had a great year. And, like, one of the good things about Bauer, too, he's just so out there and eccentric. He is one of the few, like, major personalities, with the exception I know that he, when I forgot this reporter didn't agree with him, he had people, you know, yell at her. And that's, don't condone it, it's wrong. But, um, and he yeah, did apologize yeah. since. But besides that, he, he actually, like, you, he's really strange. He uses science, like, there's a real story, story on him. He uses special science with his dad and stuff to make him a better pitcher. And, and like I said, he goes out there on Twitter pretty much <laughs> at adding teams like, yo, pick me up and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And, <laughs> and like twitches often. And I was going to say his, more players like that. His yeah. Twitter presence almost feels more, more present than what I see on sports networks. Yeah. Easily. You know, which, which says <laughs> something pretty crazy about, like you said, the marketing of the game and just, but how it's like kind of viewed just in general. Yeah. No, yeah, and like you, and it's the media the when you think about it they only tell on a certain side of the story right <laughs> yeah. and you know like you mentioned the licensing i know they have rules where they have it all the licensing almost exclusive to the mlb um like instagram and their exclusive ones i don't know if that's changed since then since but um i had a friend at espn who had a hard time being able to get highlights from baseball because they were so limited and that's what they wanted to do and well, someday, someday, things might change with baseball. But uh, when you have, you know, 
neglecting your past or people who made you popular. We were having baseball writers vote and nothing against them. And, 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 you know, I admire anybody who gets a living, but you know, that's such an exclusive audience now and they work for your newspapers. Mostly they need to open that to broadcasters and podcasters. If you've been covering baseball for a certain amount of time and yeah, just show off these cool players with charisma, swagger, and uh, you will, anyone will watch anything entertaining. So that's my two cents. Couldn't agree more. So Matt, you came up with a new idea for how we should interact with our guests. Why don't you explain it to us? One thing I said, I just love talking about hilarious, interesting, hard to believe facts, such as, did you know that it takes it could take as much as six to nine months to get to Mars. Or did you know that the Supreme Court has its own basketball court? Or no. that Walmart has a lower acceptance rate than Harvard? Wait, what? Walmart? Yes. I believe that. It's harder to get a job, essentially. Than did you know the Supreme Court has a special room for Diana Ross and her two singing friends? <laughs> in there as well <laughs> oh man i really want to see uh ruth bader ginsburg i know obviously you know did uh, you know cookie well, monster has a name dunk on someone i did not know that what's his name, his name? Is, his name is sid sid the cookie monster yes can we fact check that, that? <laughs> i will yeah. as a matter of fact <laughs> it says it right here on best life 40 think 40 facts you want to believe that is that one the sugar eater just wasn't catching on, apparently. <laughs> Did you know also that carrots, if you eat enough of them, it can turn your skin orange? That explains the last president. Bum, 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 bum. I'm not a big fan of carrots. I didn't eat them too much. So. Hindsight 2020, just like my island. <laughs> <laughs> I did have one, though. So when, when you mentioned that you wanted to go through some fun facts, and this is true. Did you know that dolphins talk to each other by name they call each other by name what's up (laughs) right so that means two things one dolphins are like hey steve how are you pretty good carl and number two that means dolphins have names (laughs) dolphins are like you well i don't know what the names are i don't speak dolphins Dolphins are super fascinating to me like i I, they they fuck for fun yeah so (laughs) steve and carl I had a very, I remember this tweet. It was one of my favorite tweets I ever had. It was on my old account, but it was, <laughs> I was, I said that uh, dolphins are amazing because every time you see them, they have some kind of choreographed dance routine that they were, that they're ready to show you at any time. And they're just like five, six, seven, eight. And they just fucking, like fucking. Go left, next, Steve. Yeah. Next to the boats. They're like, you're, you're late on the queue. <laughs> it's fucking I, cool though no I, they, they are fascinating but i couldn't get past it. i'm like that means they'd have to name the dolphin so that means there's two parent dolphins both with names that then name the next dolphins and then they talk to each other they all know each other's name how does that work that was insane to me dolphins have most, names i think they're the most uh they're the smartest mammals other than humans i think i mean have you seen us we might fall behind if we don't catch up i mean naming people we have that but that's about it there's like crazy documentaries on them where there's like videos of them passing a puffer fish around um inhaling the toxins out of it (laughs) did you also know according to facts.net the 90 percent 
of all U.S. money has at one point had cocaine on it. Ninety percent. Yes, your dollar bills right now likely was used. So this has been used. Oh, this is actually pretty new. I don't think it's. Got Brad's like, oh, I used this last night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely got. <laughs> I can but, say and, with certainty that this one used. <laughs> also, did you know Vin Diesel? That's not his real name. I mean, I could have guessed that. It's yeah. Vin Diesel. His real name is Mark Sinclair. Vin Patrol. Oh, I get it. I get Which, it. I get it. That's a shitty name. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, that's no, like, a, that's like an oil baron. That's not a, an actor. <laughs> What's his name? Or Mark his Sinclair. Name? Mark Sinclair. Sinclair. Please come to the, the principal's office. Do you know who my daddy is? <laughs> I'm Mark. I'm Mark Sinclair. I'm Mark. <laughs> like, with that name, like in just how he talks, like just I'm Marcus Sinclair. Yeah. What have you arrested? Did you know that there was a treasurer named Where? Young Boozer? Wait, what? I'm like serious, of the United States or treasurer? In... Of what? I have to. I have to zoom in on the <laughs> to tell you the truth. He was in um, Alabama. Okay, so the treasurer of Alabama. That sounds named... like a, a Broadway play, Alabama. Also a mm-hmm. What are you guys going to see tonight? Uh, Alabama on Broadway. Um, and it's about Secretary ask, Boozer's life. Do you know Car- Carlos Boozer? Who Steve Judkins is? <laughs> Steve Lynn Judkins is? No. Who is it? Stevie Wonder. That's a fact. <laughs> Wait, what? It's Stevie Wonder. What's his real name? Steveland Judkins. I get it. <laughs> Do you know? I'm off a man. <laughs> Do you know who Peter the Hernandez is? Yes. I don't. He is. You know, say his name again. Say the name again. Peter Hernandez. Peter is Hernandez. he a, sing- a singer a from the singer. Who? No, I don't think so. <laughs> they use their real names. Um, it's probably someone super famous, but like that has a normal name. Yeah, you'd name. be like, wow. Peter Hernandez. I will say this person doesn't look like a Peter Hernandez. A he actually Dana. looks like his name. He actually looks like his name. I'm going to say Peter Hernandez is actually Tony Bennett. I'm going to say Peter Hernandez is Hyde from that 70s show. It's a little dark, but no, not that one. Isn't that Danny? Why is that dark? Danny Masterson? Yeah, because... Uh, it's Christopher. Oh, no, Nick Christopher's brother. Yeah, I don't know. Why, he's not dead. He just got me too'd. Well, you know, he... But, but like, like that, bad he was bad. He, he was very bad. I mean, it's always bad, but he was very bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not dark. Like, okay, he's a piece of shit, but what, his name would surprise me to be Peter... Hernan- True, that would be a surprise. Right, you know? Okay. So Anyways. we've got... Hyde and we've got Tony Bennett. Tree, who's your guess? Tree, who's your guess? I said Paul Dano. <laughs> I'm the only one who guessed the singer. <laughs> it's Bruno Mars. Really? No shit. What's his name? Yeah. Peter, Peter Hernandez. Bruno Mars. Bruno. Okay, but I guess my actual last one. Do you know who Nadavius Demond Wilburn is? Oh yeah, Mr. Rogers. There's an urban legend that Mr. Rogers was a Navy SEAL and he had to do it because he changed his identity. And that's why he always wore long sleeve shirts because they said he was tatted up and had sleeves. But Natavius is future. Huh. That's his name? Future's oh, I believe that. real name. So, so we went with future because it was really long. 
Nadav- so he's like, I gotta shorten this somehow. Nadavius Demon Wilburn. I'm gonna save some. That's time. a good name, by the way. I actually, I'd like that name. It, I just, it is kind of long to put on your album cover. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Life's but by great. DW, play the art. You know, just cover Arthur exclusively. What a great show! You you, <laughs> you miss um what what was the best lesson from Arthur that you ever got? I don't know. I haven't watched Arthur since I was a kid. I haven't seen it like two weeks ago. Like You're not supposed so to hit your sister. I know that. So I'll go. Arthur taught me that. <laughs> Arthur fit. His, his boy was named Buster and Binky. <laughs> Binky. The brain was a cool nickname, though. That is cool. Binky. <laughs> well, there you have it. So that's our that's our new lightning round fun facts here on the Tweet Cap. But before we wrap up, we do have to ask. Since we have not one, but two of the hosts of the infamous Pit Podcast, when can we expect a return? I have no fucking idea, honestly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> pretty so, much. I just don't have an answer. Like, I, 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 I really don't know. Uh, my parents are pretty fucking on lock with COVID right now. Uh, I, mean, we can, I, I get, get it. We realistically could do Zoom and shit. Uh, we just haven't really talked about it or anything. Um, yeah. I like just started a, a new fire. job recently, so I've been like immersed in that. So we haven't really discussed it, but I mean, yeah, like warmer seen, weather, bigger, more warmer weather equals bigger chances for more yeah. hit episodes to come out. Yeah, and hopefully, cold. yeah, and I mean, hopefully the cases yeah. just kind of fucking chill out now too. Yeah. in the coming months and then that'll make things easier too so we'll see but we are trying to drop some other shit just kind of on ted alley yeah no absolutely if, if you uh if you like this or you like the actual pit podcast they're still making stuff they still have their own youtube channel ted alley entertainment uh dar shatter is the one i like the most but um other than that are you getting into stand-up have... chris why do you ask <laughs> Well, I saw oh? what I thought was could have been a preview. Oh, <laughs> oh my, oh, my yeah, video. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or it's actually maybe, funny. It's actually, it's funny that you say that. That was like just like a, a fucking video I just made. Like it was just supposed <laughs> to be like a, a funny video. But I've been like reading about stand up, and then I also am watching a new show on HBO. Is you, it- I feel like you probably have seen this. It's called Crashing with Pete Holmes. Oh yeah, man, I got oh, right really? here. Yeah, uh, it's about right like. Here. It's like loosely based on his life as a stand-up comic and how he came up, but it's fucking. If you like stand-up comedy, it's fucking super. Like, dude, the bot. What what season are you at, or how far? I are just you started. Uh, I'm like finishing season two very shortly. You know what's great about this show? So many bad jokes, but it sounds so funny. I I just love seeing like when he's on stage, like doing bits, and there's other comedians making appearances and. Like I feel like I don't know. It's just like I just love stand up, like just like as a craft. So I'm very interested. Oh in yeah, hey man, I was gonna say you got my support if you ever uh, want to pursue it. You really do. I'm, I'm hoping to at some point when I fucking yeah. get to California and kind of settle in. I'm hoping to fucking do like an open mic night somewhere and then get discovered and then Matt will be there for website. your birthday. And I won't forget <laughs> your birthday. He'll be there with a <laughs> sign saying, "I'm here for you, Chris, on your birthday." <laughs> It's a birthday set. I think, yeah. I think I think you'd be great at it. I think uh, either I mean both of you pursuing comedy already, which is 
you guys both are extremely talented and very, very entertaining and, and soothing to watch. So I'm excited to see what you guys do with that. And definitely hit me up about crashing. Cause I, re- I rewatched it twice. You see the whole thing then. Yeah. Like, All right, no spoilers, no spoils. It's a short show. It's only three yeah. seasons, but it's great. Yeah. Crashing. It's called crashing. Crashing. Yeah. It's awesome, man. And they shot it in Westchester in New York. So yeah. a lot of familiar places. And I've been to that comedy club too. Um, I mean, you already got through that part where you start in the Boston. You know, there's a couple different ones that they're in that I feel like I've seen. You know, yeah, the cellar's great over down there. What I went to the comedy cellar on like a work trip once. That was like, oh no way. They had a. It wasn't a stand-up thing, but I think they have like a side room or something like upstairs or downstairs. That's they did drunk Shakespeare, where <laughs> they serve you booze. That sounds fun. They all drink and they perform Shakespeare for you, but it's very like urbanized and modernized and like. They bring people up, you know, they're like, all right, if you, you know, if you can finish this beer before he does this, like, he has to do this. Like, it's pretty interactive and everyone gets drunk and the guys, they're fucking booze bags. Like, this dude pounded six tequila shots to start the whole show. Like, it was, <laughs> it was super cool. I think what's great about comedy clubs, it's really not that hard to get in, even the big ones. And it's relatively cheap. Usually it's just two drink minimum and uh, it's just good vibes. Yeah, I definitely yeah. want to fucking... Even if I just go fucking sweep the floors just to watch it. Yeah, see how it's absolutely. Done, you know? Yeah, definitely. You'd be great at it. And uh, I'm excited. I mean, well, all three of you, whatever you want to pursue, be great. at founder it. has got our back, fellas. So. The founder has our back. <laughs> I'm just trying to live. But, Even if um, I wanted to pursue murdering Matt Brown, you would support that? No. um, no i'll get my i get uh i'll get my boy who once i had once once my friend i was pissed about a teacher and he said yo i'll beat the shit out of him for you and i'll tell you off off camera and he said anytime anyone bothers you i got you and i trust him so um so you'll you try to kill me if you try to kill me (laughs) Yeah, I think he threat he nicely threatened you. Guys. That, was, That's what he that was, did. No, no, no I'm heard. saying no. I'm saying if anybody was trying to kill me, I would just be prepared and have somebody who would. Protect I'm just me. saying I had a friend who was willing to beat up a teacher. So you're not- <laughs> <laughs> no, but yo, definitely, definitely, definitely tell me about crashing. You guys watch it. An awesome podcast. You made it weird. He does, which is a lot of productive conversations modeled after that one a lot so gotta watch crash oh. awesome yeah and I'd, I'd love to do productive again if, if we can that's oh soon. you absolutely seriously you know that i could get you put on the productive conversation voice there yeah. honestly yeah. absolutely <laughs> but you guys could come i'll have ryan there too that would be a lot of fun either way oh, yeah. uh, i have to i got more as you saw i got more stuff on the wall since then if we do impressions again and pick some other Ryan, different. have you been on the pro, the prod pod? Yes, like a second one, right? Twice. Yes, he was early on, and then he uh, helped uh, clear things in. for the Democrats. Yeah, I filled on in on the election one. Oh yeah, that yep. was. I think that was like the week before us, right, or two weeks? Yeah, just yeah. about. We yeah. inter- we talked the night election night, and he uh, yeah. gave his uh, synopsis and predictions. Holy shit, yeah. I forgot. Oh my god. Yeah, remember that dude? Remember that? We talked on election night. Oh, that's I was crazy. Yeah, that very yeah, night. On, that's on crazy. Night. Yeah. We weren't looking at oh my god. <laughs> you guys that's were lucky. How real it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to hang out. 
But yeah, we will definitely be in touch very soon uh, about coming back on, which I would love. Absolutely. Okay. And just my last thing I just want to ask you guys before we uh, say goodbye. Go for it. Now 2020 is over. What do you guys think was the best movie of 2020 that you saw so far? 2020? That specifically oh, came wow. out in 2020. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Matt. You know I got you on the letterbox wave. You know I was ready for this answer. Oh, you're right. That's right. Every day. So got to be from 2020? Yeah, like literally released in 2020. No, I mean. Do you use letterbox? Um, Ryan? We yes, are friends. Yes, he does. I, yeah, I, I he does. you on the letterbox oh, yeah, wave. Letterbox is the wave. I thought we were friends. <laughs> yes. You never log stuff. I never know. No, I, I don't. Like, I, I, I very infrequently use it now. I used it for like I, yeah. a solid like three weeks consistently and then i stopped watching t- uh movies started watching tv again and i just yeah. started vlogging stuff so fair yeah. yeah i had i had a one every day i tried to hit it at least because i have these reviews in but well, yeah but my pick for the best movie 2020 is the sound of metal okay it's a prime video it is about a drummer who loses his hearing goes completely deaf and uh him coping with what happened there is a med yeah, and that movie was awesome. Was just, I mean, I put the letterbox. I gave it a true five star review. I really think it was that good. Just cinematically, it was awesome. Having you understand what it was like for a deaf person to um, go about their life. The incredible acting, especially the cast with the. There's this guy Paul Ricci. I think she get a best supporting actor, and he's relatively unknown. Yep. Riz Ahmed was great, you know. Um, I can't think what's her name. She's on the rise herself. Um, um Olivia Cook. Yeah, she's great. She's great in it, and it's just it's just a really powerful story, and it will get a lot of emotions. And it's it doesn't hit that corniness level. It just is very authentic, and I think that's what's the it's like the best example of what movies can really do to showcase a story. And I can't recommend it more on Amazon Prime. Right. I'm, I'm um, looking at like a list. I'm trying to pick one. <laughs> I have one um, from Netflix. The, the no. Borat movie. No, it's not Borat. Uh, Life Borat. Very nice. Um, Devil All the Time. That was this year, right? Or 2020, right? Yeah, yeah it, it was. was. <laughs> that Can was a really you, good movie. That's Could on you my do list. the Robert Pattinson preacher? Who, me? Me? Anybody. Could they do it? <laughs> Oh, how does he say it? God damn it. He's, He's like, like, uh... Oh, the waterfall. Jesus, I don't know. <laughs> I can't even... <laughs> that wasn't it. People, the loud will tell against me. Like, he's just... He's <laughs> yeah, all over he, the it was really... Yeah. No, I mean, he was obviously great in it. The story oh, was dialect really coach. He just did it on his own. I just watched, uh... It. I just watched Good Time with him. Yeah, you saw yeah. Good Time? I, I did, yeah. Time. Oh, man, it was, uh... Like Matt's got a bit of a, a thing for Robert Pattinson. I don't yeah, know if you guys knew right that. Here. No, I think Robert Pattinson is one of the. <laughs> I think we talked about this on your podcast, Matt. Actually, he's one of the my most favorite. On. He's my yeah. favorite actor, hands out. Yeah, last place right here. I mean, he just reinvented himself in the indie game after being in a huge mainstream movie, and yeah, I think he's uh and now he's back. He's far. Yeah, yeah. Did, I? I thought I actually liked him in Tenet, and um. Yeah, I can't say enough things about him. He's great. Yeah. I have my favorite. I have a I, – so I made a list on Letterboxd of all the 2020 movies, and then I ranked the ones that I've seen. So my mm-hmm. top three – my top three are Dick Johnson is Dead. It's on Netflix. Ooh, it's a like movie about 
yeah, it's about like Alzheimer's. It's about her father, uh, the documentarian, her father gets a disease and it's like pretty much living with that. And then she makes uh, these intricate ways of him dying and how he could die because of this disease, I guess, if you will. Huh. And she like recreates it and then goes through it. It's very good. I watched it like two days ago. I'm not gonna lie. I was in tears for like 50% of it, but it's a great watch. And then second, I had Sound of Metal. Yeah, hell yeah. And then uh, second, I had Sound of Metal. And then uh, Mm. the first one, my first slot is um, from Steve McQueen, his small axe films that came out because he dropped like six movies that are like a season, but they're all movies, separate movies on Amazon Prime uh, called Lover's Rock. Really, really liked Lover's Rock. That's on Amazon Prime. It's only 70 minutes. It's quick. But it was just, it packed a punch. And there's a scene in there that, uh, he just let the camera roll and the actors like sing in unison and it's like so beautiful and it's just like a true moment Imagine and that it. was easily the reason yeah Gil <laughs> <laughs> Godot actually comes in out of nowhere it's crazy Gil Godot and Josh Gad yeah dude oh fucking Josh Gad yeah what a what what a headache that was but hey nice effort yeah speaking of Josh Gad Artemis Fowl definitely not in my top 10 that's for damn sure so, <laughs> but you yeah. ain't gosh gad alright <laughs> <laughs> Chris moment of truth I, I, I honestly I'm, I haven't seen that many from 2020 I mean, once, uh-huh. a pandemic, once a pandemic hit I was like when I would watch movies it would always be older ones or ones that came out a couple of years ago that you know I had heard oh, same. about yeah same Yeah, uh, uh, some of the big ones uh, that uh, I fucking really liked. I like the gentleman a lot. I don't know if you've any any of you have seen that. Oh yeah. On him. Yeah. Guy Ritchie directed that. Yeah, I thought I thought it was pretty dope. Great um, weed rolling scene, Charles Chinnam. I love the scene where the fucking the Cincinnati boys like from London like steal <laughs> the cell phone and Charlie Hunnam pulls up with like the fucking AR in the coat. So <laughs> fucking masculine. Have you, have you, well, he's yeah. in Sons of Anarchy, so I just saw Jax Teller when he. When he <laughs> It was cool. I like that one a lot. Um, and I guess I've, I've heard really good things about this, but I haven't seen it. I want to see Soul. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I have heard amazing things about Soul. Chris, we also saw before quarantine, pro- not this one, probably it was in your top five, but Onward. Yeah, and then, that, uh, that's in, up there. Yeah. Invisible mm-hmm. Man. That was this Yeah, I put Invisible Man up there. I just feel Girl corny Lizzie doing it because I feel like it's super mainstream now. I feel that. I mean, Zoe Bartlett? Huh? <laughs> he said the Bartlett actress's image. name, and I said Zoe Bartlett. Yeah. Uh, oh, is that does that her her the, yeah, the she, she said, No, she's West, West Wing talk. Just, yeah. You guys had your little moment with crashing, okay? Right, yeah. Yeah. We yeah. have the West Wing. We our shows from the nineties. Top corner that was, Zoom's got West. Wing, oh right? my god! <laughs> I'm gonna text Chris about the just a funny crashing. So many one-liners is great. Yeah, cra- no, dude. Within like the first uh, thirty seconds of crashing. I was laughing out loud because he's like having sex with his wife, and she's like, "Oh, like, do you want to?" She's like, "Do you want to? Do you want to like 69? He's like, "He's like, he's like, no, I don't like doing two things at once. It's like playing the banjo and riding a bicycle at the same time." <laughs> she was like, "Can we do something cool? Can you lick my asshole?" He's like, yeah. asshole. <laughs> so this is going to be marked for 18 and over, guys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> HBO Max rated, boys. rated M. But anyway, I want to again thank you both for coming on. Obviously, Matt, you're always on, but thank you for coming on um, as well and talking with us today, giving us your fun facts. 
chit-chatting about the trending topics and of course as always when this group gets together talking about tv and movies um is there anything else anyone wanted to plug real quick before we said goodbye for the night watch better call Saul, ryan okay <laughs> so uh i i, I, plug, Noted. I would like to plug my letterbox i guess yeah. branch man 6497 if you're not on letterbox and you're a movie lover get on that because i've been trying to recruit yeah, I've been trying to recruit people for the past year, and then Matt Matt knows Matt knows, mm-hmm. and then I just got one of my friends uh, John Seha on it, and I teach him how oh, to log movies. I was thinking so. about John. Where would he go? He yeah. disappeared. Where's he? Is he all right? I, I don't know. It was his, it was actually his birthday right? days ago. Is he all right? You might you might want to text him. He's I think he's mad at you because you didn't text him happy birthday two <laughs> days ago. But I, I'm not gonna say Ooh. nothing. I didn't call you out. Yeah, but yeah, but uh, yeah. Yeah, oh, man. We, we were briefly at Hartford together, and like he, I just didn't see him ever again. One day he just, <laughs> just disappeared. Oh, so Matt, before we go, sorry, I keep elongating this. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Go for it. You started Community, didn't you? Yeah, man. I've uh, since we last season, talked, I uh, got to the end. I saw, um, I got up to when Troy left school, Donald Glover left the show. Should you I continue? Did- Yes, yes. No, you definitely should. I think you should personally. Yeah, there's not that much it. left. Yeah. I'm down. They got the most part, and they got the uh, the squad there. But yeah, Community was a a genuine great watch. I have them right here. Yeah, it's like Always when prepared. Steve Carell leaves the office. It's like he just got two more seasons. You know, just yeah. watch. Them. Just watch. It's still yeah, it's still pretty good. Yeah, trying up it in the morning was in uh was one of the intros Try this week. In the morning. And yeah, I mean, so funny. There's actual great heartfelt scenes in there. Uh, you really feel for this, and uh, just so rewatchable. What a great show. Yeah, it's super underrated. I think. Oh yeah, hopefully it's growing its cult following, and um, man, big just a big fan. But the only my only bone to pick with that show was when Allison Brie and Joel McHale's. They just randomly make out to end the season. I'm like, yeah, that that did not grow anywhere. (laughs) The whole show was based around uh, Britta and him. Britta? Yeah, only to. (laughs) Only tried to be. Yeah, it was just weird. I don't know. I didn't like it. Yeah. Yeah, it's just tried to be Donna Moss and Josh Lyman. I've been (laughs) I've been uh, watching a lot of Nathan for you recently. Yo, that's my shit. Um, (laughs) uh, there's one. I have been literally like crying in my bed at night watching some of these episodes. Dude, the the, the fake Starbucks. It's so great. sad. It's just so sad. And, and then I'm also crying when I'm watching the show because it's so yeah. funny. And there's just there's one part that's just I can't repeat. It's just so racist now, but it just made Is it the Asian one? Yeah. I just watched that episode oh, two nights man. ago. That was the funniest episode I've ever seen. Before. Yeah. He, and when he hires the stunt car driver to to combat the stereotype. <laughs> Have you ever seen that show, Ryan? No, he sent me a clip. I didn't like it. So. It seems like your kind of show. Oh, me? right. I think you would like it a yeah. lot. Yeah, he's just it's like an one clip troll. you sent me. I didn't like. No, he's. Oh yeah, ultimate... I said I sent you, you the clip. That clip. That. I tried. Yeah. I don't like that. Don't like he's it. the ultimate troll. He's, I don't like he's trolls. Dude, he's funny, Ryan. Oh, he, but... mm-hmm. I feel like you would love that. Yeah, like Chris. Is yeah, I feel. I really do. Like really really yeah. He's oh for so far. I'm sure I'll see. Him I really. Feel you, like need you, context. Him. you need context. You need. I did say that. I did say that. I did but say that like, context I, might help. So he goes to this nail salon and he offers them to create a valet service. So when people are digging for their keys, they're not chipping their nails after they get their nails done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so 
he has the people working in the salon doing valet and he notices that people are like hesitant to give the people their the workers their keys because they're asian and because oh, of the stereotype okay. and how yeah. they can't drive so he's like all right i'm gonna combat that and so he hires an asian stunt driver <laughs> uh, to like do these like move their cars to them and like, it's just super fucking funny i love it and can then I that's just... where he he does the accent <laughs> mm-hmm. can i just end this off with one funny story that happened go for it this was a, i i bring it up because when i saw one of the clips i laughed i laughed so hard trying to go to bed and the, the last time this reminded me of the other time another time i laughed really hard so like Four months ago, I matched with this girl on Bumble. Don't talk anymore. But um, no, no, it's fine. But um, so when I when I match with a girl, I like to show myself my personality because if they like me, they like me for who I am. So I'm not show afraid yourself. to afraid to like talk. I mean, you know, of course, there's, you know, filters and stuff. But, you know, I genuinely try to just be my best. So I was bumping the song by Jay, you know, the rapper Jid or I think it's Jid or J.I.D. And, and, yes. Yeah. Me and my two friends are like Eddie and Eddie, stuff like that. So I I just show that. It's like, yo, look at this song. I, I just got her. We got on the Snapchat level. I was like, hey, look at this song. This is the song Slabs is bouncing. And, um, you know, she gets excited. She's like, oh, my God, I love this song. Wait, wait, do you remember the um, I said, do you remember this part? So rem- let me let me let you know. This is the very first time I ever actually interacted face to face this is the very first snapchat she sent to me ever okay and this is like 11 at night i'm just chilling my eye. i'm half asleep i open it and she's like oh Ed, Ed, and eddie you have to gonna have to send that to all of us by the way oh, the first time I ever interacted with her. Did you send a video of her doing that? Yeah, she sent a video of herself doing that. Damn. I just, wow. She's a woman of culture. I got to yeah. give it to her. Absolutely. How'd you, how'd you respond? I said, I said to her, I have not left so well, of course hard I did it at back. someone. <laughs> I said, <laughs> no, I just, uh, I just sang for her instead. Oh. No, no. I mean, I send like stupid singing and stuff. I send that to her. Maybe that's why she lost interest. Who knows? <laughs> be mad. It could be, unfortunately. <laughs> I mean, I don't care. What I I started a relationship with the girl, and the first thing I ever said to her was, "Will you be my Tinderella?" Bam, date for six months. What can I say? Wow. <laughs> when you have game, you have game. Yes, indeed. I believe it's you got game, but yes. You have game. I say have. <laughs> we say, we say when have. you obtain said game, you obtain said game. Exactly. What a time to be alive. <laughs> yeah, what a time. What a time. Well, speaking of the time, I think that's all the time that we have for today here on the Tweet Cap. Again, Matt, Chris, Anthony, thank you all for coming. Thank you all for spending time talking with us. Always a good time when, everyone, when we all get together. For everyone listening, Please make sure to like and subscribe on YouTube as well as download and subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts. We are on Spotify, we're on Apple, we're on Stitcher, you name it. We're there. If we could, we would be, you know, just on like the loudspeaker at your doctor's office, but they won't let us do that just yet. And of course, if you want to get involved in the conversation, you can do that on Twitter at TTweetCap. We try and tweet uh, as much as we can. We also have updates coming out on our Twitter page. 
And for, I know some people ask me, it's because the tweet cap is gone, unfortunately. But T tweet cap is not. So at T tweet cap, definitely give us a follow. Um, get all the content that we put out there. And with that, I think we have to say good night, guys. Have a great night, guys. Also check out Productive Conversations podcast. Yes, sorry. Absolutely. Productive Conversations. Thanks for having us, boys. Thank you so right. much.